welcome back to this week of video games and this is the news roundup giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes and if you find this useful then don't forget to like share and subscribe on youtube and also your favorite podcast apps links are down below in the description and the show notes well it's the 1st of march 2021 so let's get into the news first up in the news today bioware confirms work on major anthem overhaul has officially ceased and this one comes from matt wales out of eurogamer so development on the beleaguered multiplayer shooter anthem's major overhaul variously known as anthem next and anthem 2.0 has officially ceased according to bioware and the studio will now focus its efforts on the next dragon age and mass effects games anthem 2.0 was officially announced last february a little under 12 months after the game's rocky launch on Xbox One, PS4 and PC, with the aim of improving the underlying experience through more satisfying loot, better long-term progression and a more fulfilling game. We recognise that there's still more fundamental work to be done to bring out the full potential of Anthem, Bioware admitted at the time of its 2.0 reveal, and it's going to require more of a substantial reinvention than an update or an expansion. Since then, a team of around 30 people at Bioware Austin, the studio responsible for Star Wars The Old Republic, has continued to work on the overhaul project, drip-feeding planned new features to the community along the way. Most recently, fans were given a look at new and improved loot system as well as a Destiny-style UI. According to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, EA held a meeting earlier last month to review work on Anthem 2.0 and ultimately determine the project's fate. Following that process, the development team has now been informed it's going to be moving to work on Dragon Age 4. In an official statement on the Bioware blog, Anthem executive producer Christian Daly confirmed the news in writing by saying, In spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our development work on Anthem. This seems the decision to cease development on Anthem 2.0 is at least partially stemmed from the effects of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. As Daly puts it, working from home during the pandemic had an impact on our productivity and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. Moving forward, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio to strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. To the Anthem community, thank you for your passion and creativity. He concluded, your feedback and suggestions most certainly help shape the team's direction. And on a personal note, your kindness and encouragement were very much needed last year. Although Anthem's long-term overhaul is now no more, Daily says the studio will continue to keep the game's live service running as it exists today. Next up in the news, new reports detail Stadia's demise, cancelled projects and wasted millions. This one comes from Wesley Yin Paul out of Eurogamer. A trio of new reports on Stadia's demise has revealed Google's missteps and a raft of cancelled projects. So earlier in February, Google shut down its first-party development operation, impacting around 150 people. According to Bloomberg, Stadia missed the sales targets for its controller and targets for monthly active users by hundreds of thousands. Reportedly, staff within Stadia were worried that the service would not deliver what was expected from customers upon its late 2019 release, and called upon management to position the launch as a beta test. 
However, Stadia boss Phil Harrison and others on the leadership allegedly resisted, choosing instead to go with the Big Bang style launch expected of a new console. Apparently, Stadia forked out tens of millions of dollars to get big names such as Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 on the system. When Stadia did launch, it missed promised features. According to a new report from Wired, Google struggled to understand game development. The report also details how Harrison issued a rally cry to Stadia employees in an email sent on the 27th of January 2021. Five days later, Harrison told staff during a short stream that Stadia Games and Entertainment was shutting down and it failed to release a single game. And then last week, VGC reports on a number of cancelled projects that are in the works for Google Stadia. Most eye-catching, perhaps, is that Google itself backed out of proposals for celebrated Japanese developers Hideo Kojima and Yu Suzuki to create Stadia exclusives. VGC said that the Kojima production project would have been an episodic horror game and was blocked by Stadia in 2020. As the website notes, this project may have been the same one that Kojima himself mentioned as being cancelled back in May of 2020. Well, next up in the news, Pokemon Legends Arceus is an open-world game set in old Sinnoh. This one comes from Julia Lee out of Polygon. So a new open-world Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, is coming to Nintendo Switch early in 2022. Pokemon Company announced on Friday during a Pokemon Present stream. The gameplay trailer showed a trainer being presented with three starter Pokemon from various regions, Rowlet from Aliola, Cyndaquil from Giotto, and Oshawott from Unova. And the game takes place in the Sinnoh region and features trainers that do look similar to the trainers that you play in Diamond and Pearl, but with an old school Japanese twist. Throwing old Pokeballs at wild Pokemon appears to catch them without any necessity for battling. And you'll be able to sneak around through bushes and explore a variety of areas in Sinnoh to grab tons of Pokemon. And you'll still need to battle to get through certain parts of the game, however. Arceus, the godlike Pokemon, also plays a major role in the game, though there wasn't more information about its role shown during the stream. And that one ties really, really nicely into the next piece of news and Pokemon. Diamond and Pearl remakes are coming to Nintendo Switch, and this one comes from Nicole Carpenter out of Polygon. So the Pokemon Company announced remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl during a Pokemon Presents video on Friday. The remade games are called Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl, and they're coming in late 2021. The remakes are going to retain the game's aesthetic, updated with a very cute, colourful new style. The sense of scale of the original games, towns and routes have been carefully preserved, the Pokemon Company said during a video, and players are going to be able to choose the original three starter Pokemon, Turtwig, Chimchar and Piplup. And the legendary Pokemon for Brilliant Diamond is Dealga, with Palkia for Shining Pearl. In a news release, the Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl have been updated to include player-friendly conveniences that have since appeared in newer Pokemon games, as well as up-close and personal Pokemon battle scenes. Fans of the game have been eager to hear about the Diamond and Pearl remakes, with 2021 being the 15th anniversary of the games, and rumours have been afoot for a while. The Pokemon franchise itself will see its 25th anniversary in 2021 too. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl were originally released back in 2006 in Japan and they came to the United States and elsewhere in 2007. Part of the fourth generation of Pokemon games, they were released for Nintendo DS and more than 100 new Pokemon were added with the games, alongside a lot of new features like Wi-Fi compatibility used for online play. 
Next up in the news, Final Fantasy VII Remake headlines March PlayStation Plus lineup, and this one comes from Wesley and Paul out of Eurogamer. So the PlayStation Plus titles for March has been revealed seemingly ahead of time. So as spotted by Nebelian on Twitter, PlayStation Netherlands Facebook page confirmed Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PS4, Maquette on the PS5 and Remnant from the Ashes on the PS4, and finally Farpoint VR on the PS4, they are the March Plus games. Final Fantasy VII Remake is a particular highlight given the PS5 upgrade version was announced last week during Sony State of Play broadcast. PlayStation 4 owners of the Final Fantasy VII Remake get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, however it seems that those who grab Final Fantasy VII Remake from PS Plus will not get the free upgrade. And there has been an update to the article since it was published, so Sony has now published its PlayStation blog confirming details of March's PlayStation Plus lineup. And the post confirms that the PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake available to PlayStation Plus members is not eligible for the PS5 digital upgrade version. And March's PS Plus games are available until the 5th of April 2021. And finally in the news today, Cyberpunk 2077's next big patch has been delayed due to the CD Projekt hack. This one comes from Cass Marshall out of Polygon. So CD Projekt Red has been patching and hotfixing Cyberpunk 2077 since its tumultuous release in December, but the next big patch will come a little later than players had expected. The developer posted an update on the official Twitter account for the game on Wednesday, writing that the recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure and extensive scope of the update means this unfortunately will not happen and we are going to need some additional time. This cyber attack was pulled off by hackers who stole certain data belonging to CD Projekt Capital Group, who then made an attempt to ransom that information. In the hacker's ransom note, they claim they'd released the source data for Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, Gwent, and an unreleased version of The Witcher 3, as well as documents related to accounting, administration, legal, HR, and investor relations. Our goal for patch 1.2 goes beyond any of our previous updates, wrote CD Projekt Red in a follow-up tweet. We've been working on overall quality improvements and fixes, and we've still got work to do to make sure that's what you get. But with that in mind, we're now aiming for a release in the second half of March. While patch 1.2 didn't release in February as planned, modders have been working on an unofficial update to features of the game, like driving controls, the minimap, or even adding a party of companions for protagonist V. Well, that is it for the news today, and thank you so much for watching or listening. And for more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, or you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a patron, and you can find out more about that on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features. You can check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Thanks again, I'll see you soon.